It's the Ringo Zone, and you've made a terrible mistake, yep. as usual for some of you, and, and some of you are new. Uh, you fucked up. Someone here is new. Oh, no. Yeah. We're gonna get to that. We're talking about same old world. Uh, let's do introductions. I'm Dylan, the, uh, disgusting dictator that rules this podcast. Emphasis on dick. Yeah. But mainly, mainly dick. The, the tater is, is only on Wednesdays. That was a bad joke. Uh, I Max, liked it. Who, yeah, I appreciate that. Max, Max who, who is Sabath? Well, why don't we let Sabath tell you? Yeah, Sabath, talk. Well, I'm Sabath, emphasis on tater. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. We're, bring, we're ringoing the shit out of this. <laughs> That's Sabath. His name sounds like a demon, but he's so much more. Perfect. Max, what is your voice? What's the, what's the voice of Max? Oh, uh, my name is Max. Emphasis on the X, because it's the third letter. And uh, a little fun fact. It's the most extreme part of your name. <laughs> <laughs> little fun fact for all you people looking to make, like, Ringo Zone baseball cards with fun facts on them. Which people three, are. Uh, yeah, you are. Uh, I'll provide a pic of me with a baseball bat. Because um, we finally have the website back up, right? Uh, we, we do. So fuck all of you. Uh... Well, anyway, so like I was guest. saying, my my favorite number is three. Yeah, so. and no, we can thank the website having a domain to Sabath. Let's just give him a round of applause. Uh, yeah, thank you, Sabath. You can't Sabath. See, but I'm clapping in a It's me. Yeah, I, I can I'm, feel it. I'm honestly just smacking my dick right now. So uh, <laughs> we have a special guest. Uh, what's your name, special human? Uh, this special human goes by the de- designation of Nick. And, uh, oh. we all are, are diehard idiots that, uh, are almost, we're close to a year of, uh, podcasts, which we, I have to edit the episode of. Well, but, Dylan, uh, you know, like, fucking yesterday, you know, I posted on Facebook, yesterday made officially, like, a year since I first drew the Onyx Wizard. Yeah, so. that's a milestone. So, we all, you know, care too much. So, how many episodes have you seen, Nick? Uh, now I have officially seen four. Yeah, and just list for our yeah. listeners because it's <laughs> it's kind of hilarious seeing this one. What are the episodes that you've seen? Uh, the the very first three. Yeah, and now uh, same old <laughs> world. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, everything is exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, nothing has changed. The show exactly much, yeah. resembles itself as it was back has in Cheeseburger Backpack. Has not a, a fucking inch. It's it's no character development. And uh, new, new characters, yeah. Character development—that's for suckers. Yeah, this this, episode, <laughs> this show has absolutely none of that bullshit. That, so, literally no story arc. We open up on a character that's been there from the start, Paradot, with her weirdly yep. enormous hair, which changes many times. Oh, let me get this out of the way. Uh, guess whose storyboard is this one? Max, don't answer. Sabah, oh. it's on you. I, you know I, what? I, I don't, I don't you know. know what, Dylan? Here's a fun fact. This is a guess. No, no, here's a fun fact, Dylan. My therapist and I have been doing a lot of talking, and he basically said that my psychological profile is that I am resistant to all outside stigma, and I'm resistant to all, like, interior or influence or suggestion, basically meaning that, like, I don't listen to things people tell me to. Like, he classified my psychological profile as a rebel, so like that, fuck you. You're it was Lamar ass. Abrams. Yeah. And someone else. I don't remember who the second person was. Max, Max, I told you our meetings are confidential. <laughs> 
So I'm sorry, Doctor Nick. Yeah, my my therapist told me not to quit smoking, which I was like, "You're a doctor." Um. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> the doctor says smoke. I guess well, no. Well, she was like, "You're an absolute low. This wouldn't be a good time." And I was like, "Fair enough." Uh, but Kate Lamar Abrams and uh, Kate Matroff, we we it's always the same t- two fucking storyboard teams, and we, we got a third in there. So. Shout out to them. Anyway, uh, so, so Paradox hair changes radically. I actually really like that. So I guess just just as a thing, you know, Nick. Yeah. First impressions, because this is what like fucking episode eighty of the show. Yeah, I believe so. Or eighty one, one of the. Yeah, so this is episode eighty one. You've been seeing the show since episode three. So yeah, what's yeah. some what's some things that just struck you? It brought right well, out of the get go. Uh, um, well, I I I had the sneaking suspicion I was about to run into a bunch of things that I would be like, who the hell is that? Uh, so I actually, I, I did I did a good boy thing. I took some notes. Oh, boy. Great. What are your notes? Uh, okay. So so the chick we open up on? A chick like, Yeah. 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 I, I, I have no idea what names are, dude. Peridot, Lapis. The green one's Peridot, blue one's Lapis. Then I got the blue one's name right. I rule. Fuck yeah. 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 You got that lastly fucking there you go. Alright, keep going. <laughs> Randy, if you're listening, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. You, you know what? Also I don't know you, me. but I love you. Oh. So what, what broad strokes, what do you think is this one? Uh so first off, green chick rules cause photon blasters. Yes. Yeah, she's a shit she grew into a great character. She okay, so if since you haven't seen anything, she began as like the diabolical like failure of a villain. Yeah. But she, well, she actually didn't really fail that much. She managed oh, to so escape all the time. She just started as, like, the cold, robotic, smart tech yeah. support villain. Okay, so then, she's, like, like, the sixth Power Ranger. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Uh, okay. She's even green. Too. And she's even green. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is that... Did you ever watch Invader Zim? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, Rebecca Sugar was a huge fan of Invader Zim when she was a kid, and she used to dr- write a lot of fan fiction where Zim had, like, uh, a redeeming quality about himself and starts... Decide with the humans. So Peridot is literally her self-insertion of Zim into her show. Which works <laughs> well, honestly. So broad strokes, Peridot Lapis. What is your impression, I guess? Um, I, I, My honest opinion, uh, Peridot seems to be the... Um, the lol random crowd uh, fan service character. To a point, I agree. Well, because they're, they're, they're redeeming her at the point. which is I, I don't really think so. Well, look, from his perspective, I understand. Because to a point, they're, they're redeeming her and making her as adorkable slash, I hate that word, but as, as lovable as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, they're making her, they're playing her to the audience's, like, I don't know, what what they like. Because we feared her for a long Basically, the time. Steven Universe audience is shit, so they need to make a shit <laughs> character that's shit. So all the shit heads will lead up. Not that's shit. shit. But love Paradox the best. Oh, Every dude, episode you watch from there, she's fans. more and more better. So, uh, yeah. Nick, that is my mantra. So, so then Lapis, <laughs> what did you think of her? Because she has not had much airtime on, on her own until now. Yeah, honestly, this is like the, what, third episode you've seen her? <laughs> yeah, and she's for once had some character to her. So what do you think of Lapis? Um, you know what? I'm actually kind of in, interested in her. Um, my my only major note on her are uh, do the water wings help her float in pools and PTSD? <laughs> yeah, there a lot of PTSD. 
Which oh, is she super seems fine to get with. past very easily. This Pretty life. much, PTSD is like the driving force of her character when you first saw her. Yeah, and now all of a sudden yeah. she's dealing with it very well. So let's let's tackle this fucking episode because let's keep it to thirty. Uh, Paradox being kind of a little uh, ducktail noise here, and uh, she's finally succumbs and is like, "Stephen, tell the story," but he's not in the. Oh, movie. actually, I gotta interrupt you for a minute, Dylan. And you always do. Bring you down. Bring me down. Because you just mentioned the ducktail noise. Quack. And at the time of recording, uh, it was, I guess, now two days ago. Oh, yeah. Alan Young, the voice of Scrooge McDuck on DuckTales and in many other projects, died. I'm sorry. I feel like, though, to a point, like. At the like, age of 96. I, I can't say, because I'm on DuckTales, I can't say. <laughs> or, so I feel like, in a way, I'm honoring him by ducktailing out those words. Yeah, well. Uncle Scrooge, Uncle Scrooge is now the richest duck in heaven. Aw. so well, which isn't. I don't think there's a lot of competition, but still. Let's have <laughs> honestly a moment of silence, five seconds, because we can't run too long. So, respect. Given. Okay, moment there over. There we go. Respect given. So, uh, yeah, Steve. Play another woo. Steve is sad. He's all you know, fucked up. And and Garna gives him some sage advice, which seems to not apply in this one. You know what I mean? Lap yeah. Lapis bounces back pretty fucking quick, and uh, we get another shot of that adorable caterpillar um, sleeping bag. I like that a lot. Oh my god! The, yeah, the, the the caterpillar sleeping bag is. I I need amazing. one in my life. Yeah, you need like three in your life. Oh, I would kill for that. Just so so does this show just keep making beautiful things that everybody goes, I need that? Oh, yeah, because yeah. you love the hot dog duffel bag. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it, it, it never stops. Yeah, like, it, it's like a giant marketing scheme. Nick, Nick, Nick uh, guess what the name of Steven's favorite TV show is? Uh, uh, it's three words. And the last word is friends. Ooh, um, uh, happy money friends. Guess again. Uh, Super Sunshine Friends. One more guess. Uh, definitely not Friends. No, it's called Crying Breakfast Friends. If you kind of average those out, it kind it, it kind of turns into a similar <laughs> thing. Uh, so Lapis is like, "Fuck this place! I'm out of this bitch! Like a barn? Are you kidding me? I got nowhere to go." Bitch, I got standards. I ain't living in a yeah. ratty ass barn. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the word for it. When you got the little, uh, the little white circle inside of an eye, you know, the anime. You know what I'm talking about, right? No. You got, you got the eye. You know, you got the main uh, uh, oblong circle. You got the oval, and then you got the little white circle at the top. You know what I mean? I don't think there's a name for yeah, that. Yeah, well, that that thing is all over this fucking episode. It happens so many times, which kind of is, like, justified, considering they borrow a lot from uh, Japanese animation, but just nonstop. So Lapis is like, I'm out of this bitch, flies the fuck away, and Steven is kind of, you know, about it. And we get Peridot having one of her best scenes so far of like, yeah, I'm staying up with this motherfucker. This is my tractor. Sitting on a tractor. Peridot on a tractor, amazing. 
You know, is it weird? I don't know. I wouldn't have considered it, but a tractor is kind of an amazing piece of furniture. It, I, I, because it comfortable. if intruders come into your home, you don't even have to get up from watching TV. <laughs> you just turn it on and kill them. Yeah, I mean, No cleanup, over. obviously. Who hasn't? Yeah, it but just, then you need a door wide a enough. <laughs> well, well, she does have that hole in the side of the yeah. barn. Not if you build the house around the tractor. Nick. Ah, yeah. Hey, Nick, you've only seen a few episodes, but this show, continuity-wise, keeps the fuck up. It, yeah, because they destroyed the side of that barn like at and least still know, the, like, 10 it's episodes still destroyed, ago. And Steven still got that hot dog uh, thing. And I believe that yeah, was only I love seen them. in a short. I love Greg's shirt. I love how they're like finally giving Greg a variety yeah. of clothes. Because the first few times he showed up, he's always just in that ratty, like sleeveless white tee that's probably got like six kinds of grease on it. But now it's like, let's give him a fucking like we fit shirt. Yeah, and, or whatever. and also his shorts. It kind of applies he's working out, which I I like. You know what I mean? A little bit of life change for Greg. No, that or just that or just like him wearing summer stuff because this shows us like now it's fall in the show. Yeah. And uh, Stephen calling Lion Leon one of the best moments of Stephen. No, no, the best moment is the best moment is right after that where he tempts him with a stake that he dropped and then it fell out. I mean, of that, that was great. Yeah, that would just I just Leon. But yeah, falls out of existence. Leon. Uh, looking around for Lion, uh, and then who comes up? That was Leslie, and he climbs up the fucking tallest. I don't know silo. It's a great, yeah, great style. Yeah, and Lapis is like nothing is ever. Oh yeah, I mean, since you don't know like the whole uh, the the world that's been built up since the beginning, Stephen, for being half gem, has like incredible superhuman strength. Yeah, it's whatever he needs it. Basically, he could fucking wreck shit. Good, he has plot strength. Yeah. Stephen can just, like, deadlift people. Well, he also, though, has, like, you know, magical powers in every... I mean, if you've seen a specific episode, you see that he has these certain uh, kind of veins through his body that um, imply... Well, I don't want to get spoilers. No, that's not... um, uh, No, it's not, like, veins. It's, like... Data and well, energy. You know, I agree. I'm saying the best example would be to imply he's got veins and arteries that are like magic throughout. His no, that's not what they're implying. Well, visually. Oh my it, it god, nerds! Fight, Dylan, fight, that's fight, not what fight, it visually, is. Visually, it works fight, the best fight. as I say. I said. Wait, what are you talking about? He's talking about when the fucking like gem destabilizer touches Steven, and instead of destroying his body, it causes like an electrical motherboard like grill to yeah. s- grid to slowly. Which, I, I, along his I flesh. would say that that's the equivalent of like his entire body has throughout. That's it. just like a visual representation of like a computer virus. I guess. Not, well, the way I imagined it was that it's only. Affecting his gym half, which can't be messed up because it was which would be his gym half being kind of like strewn throughout his body and kind of connected in a weird way, which I would say was his blood vessel, not not directly, but as like a visual metaphor of like this is throughout him. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, back to the current episode. (laughs) So Lapis is like, fuck everything, nothing's great, and then we go on a cool flight. He seems like, bitch, you ain't seen nothing this leaf. (laughs) I I got a global positioning system. You don't even know this shit. So we actually get out of Beach City. Before this, every time they get to the sign that says leaving Beach, Beach, Beach City, blah. We've still, I don't think, ever actually seen a vehicle cross that sign, though. Yeah, it's got a dead zone. You know? Yeah, 
I think if you cross that sign, you just die. So most people are stranded in Beach City. That's oh, actually, no. Yeah. Everyone in Ocean Town <laughs> yeah. had to evacuate, and they just fucking dropped dead. Because the Ocean Town had a similar sign. Yeah. yeah. So. so they go on a little fly around. They see some leaves. Lapis is like little, you know, circle in the eye. It's It's beautiful. What is this? I, I, I really do love how Steven's just like, you can live in a tree and make friends with squirrels, because it just reminds me of <coughs> the recent Adventure Time episode, Bun Bun, where they have the fucking Flame King, like, escapes his prison, and then he's just, like, sitting in a cave with a bunch of chipmunks, like, desperately trying to come up with a plan to overthrow the Fire Kingdom again, and Bun Bun's just like, you should do chipmunk stuff. What is this what I am now, the chipmunk king? Yeah, and the lap is gonna bend that, but... <laughs> Lavis could have been the uh, Yeah, no, so, Nick, you don't know this, but because of gym influence, uh, none of the world kind of is the same. Everything, I and mean, besides, you know, we get the jersey. Uh, it's the, instead of Pennsylvania, for example, it's the state of Keystone. Yeah, and Delmarva is, what it was, is Delaware. It's, it's the peninsula that's Delaware, Virginia, yeah. and Maryland. Also, all, all religions don't exist. I was surprised that they actually said that. That was a, kind of a shock to me. It's, it's yeah, but New Jersey is just Jersey. Yeah. I guess there wasn't another Jersey. <laughs> Empire City, I really liked, where it's kind of a mixture of uh, Vegas and New York. That was that was. Yeah. It's still a Times Square, though. Yeah, so I think I think they said because they said on the Tumblr, I think it's like New York and Vegas and some Paris and like. Well, yeah, because they Empire had like an City. Eiffel Tower thing. Well, no, but okay, in, yeah. in, I might be wrong, but in Las Vegas, I think they have a fake the, ass. Las Vegas has yeah, a fake so Eiffel Tower. Yeah, it's kind yes. of a little callback to that or call to that. Uh, but Jersey being the same, and like, by the <laughs> way, New York, Jersey can't drive. Fuck you all. But yeah, yeah. Like my my note on that is, oh look, Jersey's still a shit stain. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, they fly over it. Somebody has amazing aim with that shoe. It, that's like that's not just aim. You have to like yeah. throw that shoe like a throw, mile into yeah, the and sky. And then also dedicate himself to having one shoe after that. That guy is very angry. Matter he just went after yeah. it all night long. But I mean, at least they have sushi in their bathrooms, which is repulsive. But you know, I, I guess like Jersey cool. Classic yeah. Jersey. And then we get back to the Galaxy Warp. Yeah, so that... First, so a few things about that. I did not realize the Galaxy Warp was on Earth. Like, every time it had... I don't know, you know, and it's funny, because I should have realized it, because, like, Peridot flew away from it and shit, and, like, they've confirmed, like, it was on water, but it's just never registered. When the, I assume the Galaxy Warp was, like, in some neutral spot in space and it was like a relay hub to get to earth from other gem worlds and shit like i didn't realize the galaxy warp is just an island in the middle of the it, fucking ocean. it seems like that whenever you see it but then it's like oh yeah there are just gem structures in the world i'm, I'm curious what like peer-reviewed articles there are when they investigate gem you know sites that is i don't know let's go to sabath with his expertise on that on what on, like, humans <laughs> investigating gem shit. Well, like, I remember back in the day, and we've already talked about this on the podcast before, they said that everyone sort of just sort of accepted it by yeah. now. I don't think they're really trying to find out other than Ronaldo. Like, my, my favorite little, uh, little I don't know, uh, not Easter egg, but little throw-in is there is, like, a skeleton of an archaeologist in the uh, ice monster cave. Which yeah. really, where there's, like, people do care, but not a lot. Uh, Lapis gives some backstory, which is cool. 
um, seasons. Yeah, we see she was uh, destroyed by what a lot of people think is Yeah, business. well, I mean, if you look at his gem, or what would be his gem. It's like an elephant. Yeah, it looks like Bismuth to a point. He's got a crazy fucking hair thing, and he has the colors well, that I mean, apply as much. Nick, you, Nick, you have rainbow Rasta hair, right? It's not that weird. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, honestly, talking yeah. to you, didn't expect that. Not judging, but you don't you don't sound like a rainbow Rasta guy. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. Um, I Rasta with the rainbowest of people. Uh, Irie, I guess. <laughs> um, but poor Lapis. I I I believe in a previous episode I may have said it. I kind of predicted personally. I don't know if I said it or not, but that Lapis was a visitor who got kind of trapped. Yeah, she does not seem like a warrior type. She seems... Yeah, isn't that... Which, I'm kind of curious, like, what she used to do in her old life, because it doesn't seem like she really had a role. She's just going to Earth to yeah. check it out, and then she gets it's killed like in the war. Spot. Like... It's like it's like if you're like vacationing in the Middle East, like right before nine eleven. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, you go to oops. Egypt and Gaddafi's taken down, and you're like, "What did I do this for?" Yeah, and uh, then Pearl comes by in her super smoky outfit, and uh, yeah, it, it's kind of weird to me though that that Lapis blames Crystal Gems. It makes sense character wise that she would blame them because she was stuck in that mirror for so long, but I wouldn't blame them. You know what I mean? I mean, well, it's 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 less a blame thing and more just she's come to hate the crystals. It, it's like, um, okay, so Dylan, this is something I know you'll be able to appreciate. It's like community, how Britta wears a dinosaur costume to a Halloween party because she was molested by a man in a dinosaur suit when she was a kid. So to her, that's what something really yeah, scary. No, exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what's what so Lapis's yeah. association with the crystal gems, like that's where we talk about PTSD. It's like if you get like kidnapped and tortured, and the guy wears a Winnie the Pooh mask every time he tortures you, you're not gonna want to see Winnie the Pooh. So if you get like killed, sort of killed and imprisoned for like eons because people think you're a crystal gem. Even if you're not, even if they didn't do it to you, you just don't want shit to do. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I think it was free. less about that and more about them finding her and not letting her yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I think well, also too. she that was too. imprisoned for you know however long, but you know they they ran away. I think because we saw that like '80s Pearl found her, so she wasn't in the gems. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's, it's so like because like, I was wondering like what would happen if if Pearl had let her out right then and there, and she's like, "You're a crystal gem," and she's like, "Yeah, we're the good guys." You know, what would have, how would have, well, it's also like we don't know how long 80s Pearl dressed like 80s Pearl, in my opinion. I think post war, she kind of turned that way. I'm going to assume, you know, like maybe the gems were trendsetters, but I don't know. I just feel like, I don't feel like Pearl would have come up with leg warmers on her own. Been behind every fashion statement, though, they are behind a lot of our. Our world. Powdered wigs were just yeah. one of Garnet's well, ideas, yeah. you know. Well, no, but just I think that the Crystal Gems had her last and for a long time, so she associates her imprisonment with them, which is like interesting. Not only well, was she trapped in the mirror, well, she was trapped in the mirror in Pearl's fucking head. Yeah. Well, because I'm imagining, because like Pearl knew that the mirror would show them images from the past, which means that at some point. 
Lapis was allowing them to see the past like the way she was intended. And she probably hoped that she could connect with them like she did with Steven, but they never well, did. I don't think Pearl ever actually... Pearl knew what the mirror is supposed to be able to do, but the mirror never worked. Yeah, well, uh, it's also... Well, I mean, that's why... She, why do you think she well, pulled it out? She, well, she's from... She, she never she tested pulled, it She picked before. it up, she maybe figured out what it was for, and maybe, maybe there was a thing they did to people in general, or gems. But, like, for her, it's like, I, she's from Homeworld. I wouldn't trust the Crystal Gems either. They started a rebellion against Homeworld, so she has no reason to trust them. And I know that, like, propaganda, you know, is, like, uh, something we associate with humans, but I, associ- I, I, I assume that that's something associated with Homeworld as well. So she wasn't hyped on the Crystal Gems in the first place. Just Homeworld has the crying waffle sticker just yeah. on banners all the time. If you see anybody yeah. with this insane, you got kill them at once. But, by the way, Nick... Rose, you know, like, she's not a fan. By the way, Nick, I just wanted to say that this level of uh, digging through the lore of Steven Universe wouldn't couldn't be achieved in any other show. But this is the kind of show that in the pilot, they were hinting at something that wouldn't be revealed until almost yeah. two years later. I like how we're talking. How we're sort of talking around yeah. some spoilers as much just as for I Nick's can benefit. That, I mean, there's, this is unavoidable to a point. Oh, honey, <laughs> you think I yeah. care? <laughs> Nick, Nick, here's a spoiler. Nick, here's a spoiler for you, Indian people. Yeah, no! uh, so, so we get to. Uh... I know you're like hardcore 1800s English racist. Oh yeah, so I thought I'd warn you. I know fucking savages actually became doctors. Who would have thought? So, uh, yeah, so end of the episode, par- Paradox comes in, and I think uh, did a very good job at ha- bearing the lead, like, we saw Paradox in the beginning, we see her say, I'm gonna stay here, but I kind of forgot about her until the very end. And then at the end, it's like, time for yeah, wacky exactly. roommates. Exactly. <laughs> yes. said was gonna happen. I mean, yeah, yeah, like, yes, it's like a nice foreshadowing. Yeah, it's well very well done. Yeah, because because I forgot the paradox was there. It's only an eleven minute episode. I forgot. Oh, I just demand there's an episode where a coffee shop opens in Beach City and Paradox oh, agrees to there. I, the I only mean, thing I think is funny about lapis. this episode that I don't like as much is it's like the only episode I've seen in a long time that made me ask. What the heck's going on with the animation? Well, yeah, the, the, the hair, the hairstyle yeah. changed a lot. And I, I think I'm okay with it because generally it bothers. Well, me. like Lapis had like weird emaciated arms when she was at the Galaxy Warp. That was yeah. weird looking. And there was a lot of hair size changing, which which doesn't bother me ever. But it was extreme. I'm kind of okay with it though. Uh, let's get to final thoughts, I guess. Um, for me, Randy okay. hated this episode. That was that was something. Why did uh, he hate I it? don't know. He's not in this podcast, so he doesn't get to say "suck a dick," Randy. Which means his opinion yeah, doesn't he, count. He, so he, even he if we do find it, out, so disliked it. I personally newsflash: I, some idiot from the middle of nowhere hates yeah, things. It's not even his real. Is this name. an intro to an episode of Courage? He's the Cowardly just full of lies. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's full of lies. Stupid dog. I think it was mad. well done. I think it needed to happen, and I think it was handled well. Um, I really, really like the reveal of Paradox at the end, and I'm really excited to see Barmates because I definitely did not watch the French leagues. <laughs> Why? Uh, that's my final thought. That's what I got. Max, what do you got? Um, I do love the episode's premise. Uh, 
I really like a lot of the jokes. I love Steven and Lapis's flight. You know, the whole episode really is just kind of has a magical feel to it. Uh, it's a really good, really strong character-driven episode. And, like, I know, you know, we've had some stuff, but not for, like, a while have we had one that I think really just kind of peels back everything and gets to be about, like, personality and people's feelings and stuff. I have feelings. Because, like, the cluster... Because the... Cl- Yours don't matter right oh. now, Nick. Because, uh, I mean, because the cluster episode, like, yeah, that was some of it, but this is, you know, like, more personal, one-on-one, let's deal with people's issues and feelings and stuff. Um, and so I loved this episode. I really did. I don't think I'd list it as one of my favorites, but it's definitely... This is the kind of episode I think the kind of really excels at displaying, like children's entertainment as a legitimate Yeah, I would agree with that entirely. Um, Randy, what, yeah. what do you got sub- for me? Or sub- sub- sorry. Randy. <laughs> Randy doesn't have shit, because Randy can go through that himself. Guy. I hate that guy. Sabath. Sabath, what do you have about Randy? Final thoughts on Randy. Uh, he is a terrible host, even though I was the host, but he's still uh-huh. terrible. Um, yeah. But about the episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And he smells, yeah. don't forget. Oh, that. yeah, no. It's all because of his beard. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have that. shit compared um, to mine. He keeps things yeah, So the episode, I think it's a really good, like, uh, you know, downhill slope coming down from the whole climax of the cluster. Um, yeah. it, it, I, I don't know. It was, just, it was a nice feel-good episode after the cluster, like, literally giving me a panic attack, watching Steven have his panic attack. Uh I don't know. I liked it. I liked it other than the art being weird, and it feels like it's really going back to the basics. Yeah. Uh, to, like, old first season, early second we season episodes. We breath, I think, honestly, after all that. You know? Yeah, it was definitely, definitely so, the right episode. So, Nick, knowing, seeing four episodes now, episode 81 and episodes 1, 2, and 3, what do you think? Well, first off, I think that Randy is a bad person because he doesn't carpool and sells drugs to small children. It's that a fact. <laughs> Look at his criminal record from 1997. That is true, and I'll put that in the He got into it young. Yeah. Uh, as, as for the episode, I appreciate any episode that lets me get away with singing, I can show you the world. <laughs> I feel like they definitely, that was definitely intentional with the title, oh, yeah, Saving the World. Yeah, that they was like, doing, they knew yeah. what they were doing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I always appreciate character development, especially in characters I've never met before. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that from I episodes one, periodically... two, and three, just for the cold water effect, I would have liked to have dumped him in on something more intense, but it, that, yeah, that kind no, of stuff does definitely... need to lead up. Yeah. You know, but I don't know what you guys just said, because my mumble's well, been like cutting out weirdly we we here and there. Well. So yeah. thank you. So I'm excited to hear this episode because I'm going to hear parts yeah, I of the conversation it, yeah. I missed. Uh, so <laughs> thank you for listening. We'll be back for every single episode that airs. Um, oh, that's I'll, that's yeah, Nick, uh, I'll caress the inside yeah, of your legs with his Ooh. beautiful legs. Nick, Nick, you're our you're our guest, so you get to say. Uh-oh, uh oh, that's too much responsibility for one man. All right, kids, now listen to me. Too much responsibility is a bad thing. Don't do it. Get be like that promotion Spider-Man. you're being offered. Don't take it. When your mom says you can finally have a dog, don't accept it. Responsibility, <laughs> not worth it, guys.